The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers, biblically performing, preaching Christ to the nations, yeah. Welcome to the modern reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here. Another Tuesday, super excited as always. Be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I'll let us start the show the same way by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in to the bar, sharing the bar, telling your friends and family about the bar podcast. And like I do every week, I bring an awesome guest. This awesome guest is what I call a repeat offender. She's been on the show before um, and also is a part of the network I have on none other than my sister. Brooke, how you doing? Doing good. Great to great to be here with you. Yes. Love that interview. Yes. That's fun. Aaron Thank and I you. need to do something like that. I don't know if yeah. we can tear that off, but we could try. Hey, you definitely, definitely welcome to it. I've been doing it the same uh, for the last five years. So uh, I got it down pat. Yeah, start the same way. So, Brooke, uh, you, you've been on here before, um, but for those that may have missed that first episode, kind of introduce yourself and then we'll just talk about some things you got going on. Yeah, so my name is Brooke Bartz and I am part of the Bar Networks proud to be part of the bar network really thankful for all that you do and um so aaron and i aaron coates and i who's a dear friend of mine we lead a podcast on the bar network called open hearts podcast and um we're also part of agtv where he streams there so um we get the best of both worlds we get to have it on the podcast streaming through the bar network and then we get agtv if people want to watch the video so we've been doing that for about a year because we're going through second timothy and we meet only once a month and so we'll still be in second timothy three years later probably <laughs> so uh <laughs> but we enjoy each other's time and um it's just a way for us to get um caught up and to do something different with the um with the podcast we wanted to do um exposition verse by verse for women how they can be encouraged in this time period so i do that and then i um founded the Open Hearts in a Closed World um, conference, which is online, which is no cost, which um, 
have amazing godly sound biblical teachers who teach in that Susan Heck, Martha Peace, Aaron, myself, um, have the ladies from TMU from Women's Hope, which another shout out to the bar as part of the bar. So thankful for those ladies too. Um, Marcy Farrell, my mentor, Penny Amax. So we've got a lot of Michelle Les, we've got a lot of great ladies that do that as well. And that conference is, like I said, no cost. It's in July once a year. TMU led the worship this year, their chapel band. So I'm thankful for that. And um, and then I am an author. I love to write. And so I came out with my first book in 2019 called Chronic Love, Trusting God While Suffering with a Chronic Illness. Um, I suffer with a lot of neurological and um, autoimmune rheumatological issues. And so I wanted a book that was directed towards women um, specifically, because I think that's important that I'm talking to women when I'm talking about God's word. And, um, and so I wanted to write a book that would be for them to be able to understand the emotional, but then what the God's word, what God's word says about bringing us back to the character of God, his holiness, his sovereignty, um, and what God's word says in the midst of trials through looking at saints in the Bible and, um, understanding verses and context, how he is sovereign, he's holy, um, chronic endurance. So I started every chapter with chronic. So I wrote that. And then I decided that I wanted to write another book, which I'd actually been working on that book, even while I was with chronic love, because I could not find a book, um, for teen girls that was biblical in context. So I wrote Godly Ever After. And I think what's important about Godly Ever After, it just came out in July, is that it is actually the first book of its kind. Um, Even when you look back at books like um, Little Women, Pride and Prejudice, Anne of Green Gables, Little House on the Prairie, which we all love, we're not pulling a covered wagon. You know, we're not we're not Amish. We're set in the 21st century where we are faced with the temptations of the world continuing to compound on our precious daughters. Um, that is acceptable for anything that is not biblical love, um, romantic love, even romanticizing now, um, mutilating the body, LGBTQ, transgender. And these are what our kids are reading in elementary school all the way up through, you know, um, grown women to 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 um, suburban grandmothers who are feminine feminist liberals who are giving their daughter these their granddaughters these books for Christmas. And I couldn't take it anymore. Every time I went to um, a bookstore, whether it be a Christian bookstore or um, a Barnes and Nobles, I could not find a book that um, that spoke to the truths of God's word in context. Um, everything was like I said, LGBTQ, vampires, witchcraft, sexual morality. Um, and I didn't want my daughter reading those kind. Um, and so I wanted to write a book that took a character that was a fiction book that is very hard to find um, because most genres of Christian fiction are still very PDA, one boyfriend to the next, you know, break up, go out with this guy. The word of God's not in context. You know, it may be like God is good. And so I'm going to I'm going to date this guy and I'll break up with him and I'm going to not be a good friend to my sister, to my uh, friends at school. I'm going to backstab. I'm going to manipulate. And I wanted a book that spoke to my daughter's heart of the truths of God's word. And so I wanted a book that started out in junior high. Um, and so I wrote it with the main character, Fiona Bicklesworth, and she is a little girl who is a Christian. She goes to a public school and she is 
in a crowd of her own. She is swimming against the current. She is by herself, except for another boy who is a Christian. And that's the only other boy that the only other person she knows in school that is a believer. And so I wanted a book that as she walks through trials and as she walks down the halls of junior high, um, when temptations and trials face her, that as she's going through being a typical junior high girl, she can take the word of God and verses and apply it to the situation she's going through. And I couldn't find a book that had Versus in context, um, you know, we're not to be um, conformed to this world. We're supposed to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And we do that with scripture. And what better way for our girls to read a fiction book, which most girls love fiction books. But I was so tired of the way the books were being portrayed with um with what they believe romance is, because we know that God's word is sovereign, it's divine, and before time, he mandated what biblical marriage and love looks like in the design of man and woman coming together to becoming one, and that is the divine mandate of marriage, and that is not what our girls are being taught, and so as our girls are growing up and and discovering that um, that they think that boys are, are cute um, because we know God is a God of beauty. We know that man is created in his own image. We know that we're marred with flesh, with the sin remnant we have left. You know, I have Eve still left in me. <laughs> Obviously, we have the remnant of our flesh, but um, we understand that we're made in God's image. And I wanted my daughter to understand that our God is a God of order and beauty. And so to see that marriage is a beautiful thing. It's a sacred, it's a holy thing. Um, I wanted her to understand that as she grows up and as she thinks that boys are cute, that we're praying that God, that God has a perfect, loving, spiritually mature, godly man for her. So we're going to talk about these things and we're going to introduce her to what biblical um, love looks like. And we know it's not to be, not to be awakened until the time, but that doesn't mean that our girls aren't going to have emotions and they're going to battle back and forth between having crushes on boys and, and walking down the hall and thinking this boy is cute or this guy at youth group. And so I wanted moms to be able to have fruitful conversations with their daughter as they read this book, pointing them to what it looks like to wait on the Lord for your godly ever after. And so Fiona is in junior high, the first book. And in the second book, she's in high school. And in the third book, she's in college. And you see how her life will play out with her godly ever after. Wow. I love it. I love it. You, I, I can tell you're a podcaster now. You went right through that super smooth. Like we could end the show. Like you covered everything. No, that what I really love about all of this, Brooke, um, you know, because I know you, you share with me, you know, when you, you have, you know, issues and you have to take some time. What I love about what you everything you just went through, uh, what you're doing is when we talked the first time you were talking about this book coming, you know, you were talking about the story and, and your vision for it. And it's really awesome to see it come to fruition. Uh, even I even received my copy and, uh, yeah. and took your instruction and passed it to my wife so she can, you know, read it to the girls at night. And, uh, and we, we appreciate that. Um, so I wanted to start off with that. Um, it's just beautiful to see uh, God's work uh, just through you with, with you talking about this, you know, a year or so ago 
when you were on the show and, and to see it happen. All right. So let's um let's back up a little bit. Let's back up a little bit and let's give me some genesis to the podcast. Cause there wasn't a podcast when we first talked. Give me a genesis to the podcast. What sparked the idea? Um, you know, how'd you connect with with, with Miss Coates? Uh big shout out to her and her husband, good folks. Uh, let's start with the podcast and then we'll talk about the book and then we'll take a break and then we'll be out of here. Yeah, so um, so I'll tell you some interesting things before we even get to the podcast of how I met Aaron. So Aaron, so this is really fascinating. So Aaron and I actually met online on Instagram. Um, she does book reviews, um, sometimes for Reformed Heritage books. And so she actually read Chronic Love. Now, we had kind of started following each other because uh, it's hard to find reformed, like-minded. So if you find someone, you kind of stick your hook in them and you hold oh, yeah. on for dear life, right? So Aaron had started um, kind of checking my um, my posts, um, you know, kind of basically vetting me, which we kind of did the same thing, which I appreciate, which is why I think Aaron and I have such an amazing friendship because we love each other so much that we are courageous to be compassionate. To be compassionate, you must be courageous. And so- yes. I'm never afraid that Aaron and I are able to talk about hard things and to be able to reach women with the truth. And so we met online um, on Instagram. We started following each other. And um, before this was even before COVID, before James even knew that he was going to be um, going to prison. And um, we developed a, a friendship, um, a sister, sisterly bond, even though I live in Texas and she lives in Canada. And um started praying um, for Aaron and asked her to be part of the conference, Open Hearts Conference. So Aaron came, taught in that. Um, she met Susan Heck through that, which is now one of her, her as well as my mentors and who's amazing in our lives in that way. Um, and just to see how that unfolded, how a girl from Texas meets a girl from Canada before we even know what's going on with James. Um, and then Aaron starts leaving me messages like, will you pray they're going to come for James? And we are in the middle of COVID now. I'm starting to prepare the boys. Um, I'm praying at night. Will you pray for me to be bold? It's going to happen. Wow. Um, I'm reading them Wycliffe. I'm reading them all these men, these godly men who, um, you know, had, um, who were standing up in the culture and were arrested for their faith. And so I want my boys to be prepared. And so I knew, um, in advance that things were starting to heat up. Um, I was, you know, obviously following COVID, following the country, what was going on, praying for Aaron. And so, um, it's amazing to me that through all of that, um, we had the Lord had in his divine only things that he can do had given us a friendship before we even knew the magnitude of what James and Aaron would play in our world in this time period of being um, the torchlighters for going forth of kindling the flame to keep it afresh for the gospel and keeping their church open. And so um, I saw an even I saw my friend um, who I knew was never all talk. She walks the walk and I knew James would put his money where his mouth is. And so he went to jail. And so I am so thankful for Aaron. And so we continue to um, become friends through that. Um, we, I was praying for Aaron. I would leave her. I would text her, call her every, every night to check on her um, to see if she was okay in Canada. Um, and so while he was in prison, 
And so the Lord just gave us a love, a deep love for each other and a deep love to be unashamed for the truth. It's very hard to find bold women at our age, Aaron and I's age, you know, instead you're seeing these flighty cotton candy, fluffy false teachers. You got Jenny Allen, Jen Hatmaker, you know, you've got Beth Moore who's always been around my goodness, you know, she's nothing new, but we've got all these ladies. And I knew that um, we needed a podcast um, that would not only encourage ladies in the truth, but to walk them through it um, with the word of God in, in context and verse. And I knew there was no one else that would be able to do that besides Aaron and I. So, you know, we do it once a month that we probably talk for an hour. We study. And what makes it a little bit different for Aaron and I is that, you know, we're not just um, reading you know, we're, we're looking at the camera talking. And so we better know our verses in context and those things. And so that's always, um, you're handling the word of God accurately. And so Aaron and I decided to do second Timothy because obviously it, it talks about everything we're going through, you know, with, um, Paul being the, the spiritual father of Timothy and encouraging him as he's in prison to stand strong against the culture as he's setting up these churches against false teachers to not shirk back. And how can we as women in this generation, even though we're obviously not men and Paul and Timothy, how does that speak to us in our lives in the context of what we're seeing to encourage these women to be bold? So we started the podcast. And like I said, it's been a year and we're on I think we've done six or seven episodes. Aaron um, is very busy with life. I am sick. And our husbands, our family, our church are very important to us. And so um, we get messages from ladies all the time, like, okay, as long as it's once a month, I can do it. You know, like <laughs> I want to do it. I'll be back. But, um, you know, that's just the commitment we made because we want to honor the Lord in what we do. And so, yeah, so that's the Open Arts Podcast. So we we're thrilled. We've recently been talking about adding some new things, which I'll talk to you about another time, but um, maybe doing some guests to come on that talk about um, what we were talking about in that verse so that we have continual support and backing up through the scriptures of what we're talking about and some, some godly men to be able to come on and, um, you know, just encourage the women as well that listen to the podcast. So stand firm in their faith. So that's the podcast. So yeah, we, we love doing it. And, um, it, I'm just thankful to be able to be on the bar network. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Thank you for that, that background. <laughs> Super excited. Um, you know, uh, once a month is a, it's a good thread, you know, cause you, you guys bring value. Um, that's kind of the same formula that just thinking uses, uh, they're about a once a month or once whenever both of them are available. So, <laughs> Uh, yes. that, that works. I get it. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, and, uh, just, just a, uh, another kind of big, big ups to you guys, you know, with AGTV, um, I was able to check out a couple of those and, and those came out really good as well. So, uh, make sure you guys check them out in both locations. You can hear it on the podcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And then also on AGTV. If you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Tell Brandon I sent you. So, all right. Next, right. we're going to talk about the, uh, the 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 latest book. Um, and and you you kind of gave an overview, and I love it. You you really went, you know, and and kind of walked through what this young lady, uh, this character is dealing with, and then you know what's to come with the middle school, the high school, the college. Which I didn't know that until today. So that's really really cool. Um, it kind of grows with you. Um, so what has been some of the feedback you've gotten uh, from the book so far? So you said it released in June. So talk about that, uh, and then we'll we'll take a quick break. 
Yeah. So, um, interesting that you say that. So I have received, um, feedback from moms as who have daughters as young as 10 years old, um, reading the book. Um, the book is actually approved, believe it or not, for eight, starting at eight years old, which shows us how our society (laughs) views books, you know, because most YA books are, um, are with cussing, with everything started between eight to 10 years old that they're approved of. Um, and, um, what people don't know about writing a book and being an author is that even a Christian publishing company, um, which I went with the publishing company I did is because, um, they can change your book. Editors can write in, which tried to happen to me, um, with Godly Ever After before, um, we want you to add, kissing. We want you to say the word flirting. We want you to. um, And so this publishing company was very clear that at the end of the day, if I did not like the changes, it would go back to the way that I wanted because I want to be able to keep that innocence and that purity with the book. And so the moms really, really appreciate that. So, um, so I've had moms, um, write in who've started it with their, you know, nine-year-old who've read it with their nine-year-old or 10-year-old. I've had, um, girls that are 17 years old. I've had, um, college girls read it, um, and respond. In fact, um, Kimberly Cummings from Women's Hope gave it to one of the girls that she disciples, who is a seven, I, I, I know she's in high school, I think with, um, and her and her best friend read it. And she said, even though she's 17, it was the most godly book she's ever written, uh, that I, she's ever read. And that, um, what was so important about it was that she'd never read a book that actually has the word of God in context and that could relate still to what we're living in in this century because it does have humor it's very lighthearted. it's also very tender um so it has deep theological truths um but it also has a bubblegum feel to it where you're able to see this girl and hear as she's walking down the hall or conversations with her friends um and how she's able to be an influence for christ in such a dark generation so I, the moms have really appreciated that. They've appreciated that the gospel is shared continually over and over. In fact, in chapter four, I think it is, um, there is a scene where um, Fiona hears the entire, the true gospel. Um, Man is sinful. We are under God's wrath. um, And we have to repent and place our faith in Christ alone. And so we walk through how God is holy. Man is simple. The entire gospel. Um, because what I wanted is that if a girl picks up the book that doesn't know Christ, she will hear the gospel throughout the entire book. And so, um, there are verses continually through every chapter and that I had some people write back and say, that is really, really hard to do because to take a fiction book, to have a character and not it, and for it not to be um, stringent or not to be to where it doesn't seem like it could really be taking place in her head, the conversations um, is very hard to do. It's very tricky, um, but I loved it. And I've always wanted to, I always knew that I would, that if the Lord opened a door for me to write, I would. And so, um, and so, yeah, so the feedback has been phenomenal. I've even had moms read it to their sons because they want them to see what a godly boy looks like and how the word of God is continually used in these, these characters' lives and what's going to what's gonna transpire in 
the second book and the third book. Very excited, very curious girls. So I'm working on the second book now. I'm on chapter 15. Um, and so I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying that. But what but what I wanted these moms to know and what they appreciate and the feedback as well is that it's a book that is safe. It's my promise to them that there is no compromise in Christ. There is nothing that will be controversial. There is nothing that is um, anything that would lead them away from the word. Everything is um, with verses continually. And so that was my promise to moms is that even though we're in the junior high, the high school book will not have that. The college book will not have that. Um, and so that they can walk there, you know, as they're reading the book um, with their girls, they understand that there's a series out there that is completely Christian. Um, there's nothing that will have cussing or anything like that, which that sounds so ironic to even have to say that, but that is what our Christian genre is. And so um, with YA teen fiction, and it's the hardest category to write in. It has more, I mean that, and that's why I wanted to tackle that as well, because there are moms that are reading these books that are, you know, sexual immorality living in, you know, this soap opera world of, of how they want their lives to be. And so they put this on their daughters. And so I talk about the the challenges in the book of um, not looking like the culture and not looking like social media and, you know, that God, the beauty comes from the Lord, but you know, we're to have a gentle and quiet spirit and that she's made in God's image and that beauty is fleeting and charm is fleeting and beauty is in vain, but a woman who fears the Lord. And so how this girl walks through how God has designed her and trusting him with her godly ever after. So the moms have really appreciated all the scripture love it love it love it thank you for that so right here we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back In here with my good friend Brooke, and um, yeah, I I don't think my wife has started reading it yet, but after she hears this this episode, I know she's going to jump right on it. Um, and, and again, we appreciate you uh, sending that over. Um, so right yeah. here, we're going to do the uh, the bar signature questions. Uh, even though you, you've answered them before, we're going to ask them again. These are three all questions. Right. To ask all of my guests, because things change between times. So the first signature bar question is: What kind of music do you listen to? Oh, um, so <laughs> I mean, we have very eclectic taste over here at the Bart's household. So um, we we like, I mean, we love some eighties country. <laughs> I'm in I Texas. I grew hey. up. My dad was president of the Texas Rodeo Cowboy Hall of Fame. Like he's <laughs> responsible for getting it moved to Fort Worth. Like you can't. He's in the Hall of Fame. Like you can't. Okay, so I ain't, I ain't um, mad at country. I love country. So <laughs> I, you you're safe. You're in a safe place. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm kind of. I mean, we, we I have the. My daughter has a very eclectic taste as well. Um, she is she has a beautiful voice, and so my husband. So any kind of music we like classical. We obviously Christian. We listen to. Um, you know, we we just whatever we feel like listening to. I mean, we start listening to Christmas music in July because it's Christmas in July. So does that even count? We go for. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Next signature bar question, which is going to be interesting because you're working on a book. What book or books are you currently reading? 
Ah, interesting. So um, currently, I'm not reading anything that's like lighthearted for fun as I'm writing. Um, we are, I'm reading, I'm taking, I'm taking a lady through Excellent Life. I'm usually discipling um, one or two women at a time. So I'm in the Excellent Life right now. I'm in Attitudes of a Transform Heart. And I just found some books um, by Sproul that I'm going to start on Roman Catholicism because you know, we're being attacked left and right from all of a sudden, you know, justification, not by faith alone. And so I just want to be able to be ready for um, just those arguments. Plus, Aaron and I just, you know, we just finished Second Timothy 1, 12 through 14 in the podcast where it talks a lot about, um, you know, John, we did a quote by John MacArthur in that by retain the standard of sound pattern of words, because we're, we're getting so caught up in academia and institutions and you know what what does the word of god say and so going back to the purity of the gospel so um so that's what that's what i'm reading um that's what i'm reading right now i'm reading a book with my daughter i've i've taken her through god labor after it's one of her favorites we love to read that but we're reading a book called how to be a lady which was written in the 1800s which it has a lot of thither and thous, and but we love it. Um, it is actually very, very um, talking about the character of young girls and what that should look like. So that's currently what I'm going through right now. I love it. All right. Last signature bar question is, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Oh, <laughs> this is going to be, I'm going to, oh man. Okay, so. So podcasts, I mean, obviously the bar, I listen to the bar, just thinking, um, I listen to Aaron and I to make sure I didn't say anything crazy. <laughs> so we go back, <laughs> we go right. back and that, um, and, um, sermons. I mean, I'm, I'm always listening to J Mac truthfully. I, I love, I love Lawson. I appreciate, um, a lot of things that the, the guys of, 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 of our of the men that we really look up to in this, I, I really stick with those. Um, I love Martin Lloyd Jones. Um, Logic on Fire um, is one of my favorite documentaries, um, and so I I love to read him as well. Um, I read Spurgeon morning and evening. I like his um, devotion. So you know, I listen to, but really MacArthur um, obviously is the one is my go to, um, as well as my husband's. We we really have a, a great appreciation for his ministry, and I'm amazed and still thankful and humbled that I get to be that the Open Hearts gets to have you know, godly influence where we, they have trusted us for the TMU to lead, you know, their chap, their chapel band to lead, um, our conference. So, um, one day I'm going to meet him in person one day. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That is cool. And one day, awesome. I hopefully I'm going to meet all my, uh, bar network family. I know it. You know, all the time. Every time I try to go to G3, it's like, nope, that didn't happen. That wasn't the Lord's timing, but you know, it would, I saw pictures and my heart was with y'all, but that was, For that sure. was me. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Guys will, we definitely gonna make that happen. For sure. So Brooke, before we get out of here first, thank you again for coming on the show. Um, super excited about what what's going on and what God is doing and, and thankful for the connection. Um, and I always give my guests an opportunity to kind of close us out, leave, leave us with any words of encouragement. Also let them know where to find the book and, um, and where to find you if they want to follow. Yeah. So 
here is the book. I just, I have a copy. Um, and um, you can follow me on Instagram. I have a personal Instagram, just Brooke Bartz. Um, then I have an Instagram for open hearts, which is open hearts in a closed world. We also have a Facebook group, um, which has um, ladies from, we had over 82 countries, ladies from 82 countries watch the conference. Um, so we have ladies from 82 countries on um, our Facebook group as well, Open Hearts in a Closed World. So, and then I have a personal Facebook, um, Just for Bart. So you can reach out to me on any one of those, um, you know, any one of those sites. And I would love to talk to you about any questions you have about the books or, um, just talk to you about things as you're reading it with your daughters. Um, I've, I started a book tour where I was going to Christian schools, um, and reading excerpts, um, of the book and that are reading them in like their Bible club. So that's been neat. So I've been able to talk to, to moms and, and those things. So you can reach out to me and, um, ask me any questions about the book tour or, um, any questions you have for your daughter about the book and or about chronic love as well. Um, so that is my information. And I guess, uh, you know, words of, of wisdom that I'm, as I talk about um, for moms as they read this books is that it should encourage fruitful conversation. Um, you wanna, those truths that, that God's word is, you know, it never changes, it's sovereign, it's authoritative, it's inerrant, those verses are. And so obviously, but, but we forget sometimes um, that God's word is sufficient for all of our, all of our questions, even for our teens. I think sometimes we think, you know, we read, we read God's word. Um, and so therefore it, it applies to us, but as I'm training my child up, um, it's not going to have the same effect that it is, but we know that God's word is it's supreme, it's authoritative. And so it, it does not return void. God is always accomplishing his purposes in salvation. And so read the book with your child. If she doesn't know Christ, pray that, you know, you will be able to draw the heart and God will call her to himself um, as you read this book and go over the verses with her. And the reason I say that is because the book truly is even written in an eloquent way to where as you're walking through God's word where the verses are clear, there's even a description where Fiona is talking to her friends about why they are in the Lord and their personalities and how one of them is, is rooted because she's strong and, you know, she's going to be the one that's going to probably be the missionary. And so there's conversations with your, your daughter throughout this entire book about every kind of topic that you need to talk about. And so I would just encourage you to not shy away from, um, going to the hard questions, even in the book, as you read with your daughter, um, and just encouraging, um, her and, and praying with her and reminding her that she's made in God's image. And he has a beautiful godly ever after for her, whether it's for her to be single or to be married. Um, but along with those things come trials and sufferings and hardships and, um, temptations. And so we want to continually be able to talk to our daughter about, life. And so to find a fiction book, to be able to do that is rare. And what's interesting is that these are what our girls want to read. So let's to, to write a fiction book that they could actually read and not a mom doesn't have to worry about language or cussing. And then to be able to write one where you can actually read it with your daughter um, is pretty, is pretty special. So I encourage you to get the book um, and you won't be disappointed in that. And the gospel, like I said, is shared 
over and over. And so, um, yeah, so I'm thankful to be able to write it. I'm excited about the second and third. Um, and as you read the book, you will see that Fiona will grow up in her faith in the second book. And there will be harder things that she has to deal with because I wanted moms to understand that it's not a, a white house with a picket fence. Right. We are in a fallen world where we are persecuted and our children are bombarded with immorality and the world, you know, telling them what success and beauty and um, what that looks like. And so I want moms to read this and, and just remember the beauty of God as they're reading the book with their child. If we have such a faithful, loving father and we have Christ who redeems us um, when we repent and place our faith in him. And so share that love of Christ with your daughter as you read a fiction book. And that's the first one I could ever do it with. And I'm not biased, even though I wrote it. If I can find more, I'll find them, but I have not. And so, and I'd like prayer because uh, my heart, if the Lord um, wants me to do this and continues to um, outline the plan this way and determine the steps this way, is that um, I would have a whole series built on this entire book of Godly Ever After, of the other characters as well, and their Godly Ever Afters, um, even many books um, where you just see their testimonies, maybe not of the main characters, because I want a series that will stay with them forever, and I want a series that moms can trust. So I'll just keep writing them. Awesome. 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 <laughs> love it. Love it. Thank you again for coming on the show. To the bar listeners, thank you guys for tuning into the bar, your favorite podcast. Check us out every Tuesday. Go to barpodcast.com. Also hit that tab so you can check out all the podcasts in the network. And go to the bargear.com to get some bar gear. And until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out. Bye. Thank you. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.